I'm your host, Luyando. On today's podcast, we are pleased to have Weka, and she will help us understand the coffee ceremony of Ethiopia. Thank you for joining us today, Weka. Okay, thank you so much for inviting me to share Ethiopian coffee ceremony. I'm Wega Yo from Ethiopia. Currently, I'm living in South Africa. I'm doing my PhD. Thank you again. No worries. Okay, so before we get started, like I came across the story, or I guess history, one would call it, on coffee and Ethiopia. It is rumored that Ethiopia is the birthplace of coffee. People say someone tending to his flock and the sheep were eating the coffee beans and he found them to be energetic and he later introduced the coffee beans to the people in his township. And they threw the coffee beans on the fire. And by them doing that, the roast of the coffee beans somewhat infused the air with that nice smell of coffee. And the rest is history. I mean, today it is a billion-dollar industry. I would just like to know, how does that fare with the culture found, found in Ethiopia when it, in terms of coffee? Um, yeah, it's absolutely Ethiopia is the origin of coffee. And then I think it's around uh, 850, uh, the 8th century. It, one of the goat herders is the one he's founding coffee according to the history. So his uh, goat is eating the uh, roasted, I mean the uh, rose, the red uh, beans of the coffee. And then he saw her, she's very excited. And then after that, he tried to taste that uh, uh, beans. And then he's also excited. Then he will communicate with the monks around there. And they uh, start uh, searching what is going on in this bean. And finally, they thought this is a really very interesting uh, bean. So uh, I think the history is coming from there. And then the most coffee uh, species in Ethiopia is coffee arabica. So uh, there is more than... Uh, six up to 10,000 coffee types, but uh, coffee arabica is the origin of coffee in Ethiopia. And today, how is the culture of drinking coffee in Ethiopia? I mean, around the world, it's known as the elixir of the working man. Everyone who wakes up and has got a long day ahead of them, they usually reach out to have coffee to be a booster. And we can see corporations that are built around that need to have that beverage to keep you going, whether it be Starbucks, Tim Hortons. But, and how mm-hmm. does that compare with the way coffee is drank in Ethiopia? Oh, Ethiopia coffee ceremony is completely different from others. Okay. And um, it's very exciting ceremony. It's different uh, for, it, for us and Ethiopians. We are not satisfying drinking coffee in Starbucks no. or in off one of the restaurants because we are more excited with the cultural ceremonies. So uh, I think maybe if you are familiar or not, I don't know. The Ethiopian coffee, the way we are making coffee is different. We are using pots. First, we are trying to, uh, because the ceremony starts from roasting coffee, 
so that the when you are roasting coffee, the smell is very, uh, very, very, very aromatic. Yeah. So people they start like uh, inspiring from that uh, point. So we roast coffee first, and then we try to crush. Then we'll use pot. We are not most of the time we are not satisfying with the machine. So mm -hmm. we use that pot to make coffee, and then even the, uh, our coffee plate is uh, different. Most of our stuff is more cultural. That made up of uh, uh, glass it's made up of uh, I mean wood most of the time okay. now people they try to make money by uh, making this coffee table from different materials mm -hmm. from wood uh, from glass and so on and then they try to decorate so even the coffee table the one you are putting you are not putting in anywhere there is a coffee table uh, a space or something like that that made up of maybe uh, uh, different materials okay. So, uh, and then we are also using in, incense to smoke. So that's also another <laughs> part of the ceremony. And uh, we are also using cop corn. Now, nowadays they are using cop corn, but when you are going to in the rural areas, they are using different types of, uh, maybe it's uh, roasted barley or any other bread or uh, something like that. But that is a part of the coffee ceremony. So they are not giving you coffee alone. So you must taste something. Uh, you are not, I mean, before you drink coffee, they said, because in our country, we are drinking coffee three times a day. So... <laughs> It's just when in the morning people, they, before they start going walking, even in the rural area, the first thing, uh, the lady, she wake up, she wash their face and something like that, she starts uh, making coffee. So everybody, uh, especially the elder one, they drink on coffee. So in the afternoon, maybe when they come back from work, they're also uh, making coffee again. And then in the night, they're also making coffee. So in everywhere, there is a ceremony. Otherwise, if you are giving coffee for someone when they are not a part of the ceremony, if someone is not there, when the coffee is roasted or, uh, or the incense is not there, so they are not feeling they are drinking coffee. They thought, ah, as I are drinking coffee today, where is the coffee and something like that? Because they need to see that ceremony. So I think the cultural value still it is there. I'm also very happy beside the cultural value it's really helping us to socialize with like a low cost. So when you are want to inviting your relative, your friend, the thing you are making first is coffee. So people they are sitting, especially in the rural area, they are sitting together, they, they are socializing, they are working uh, some group staff and something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's helping us uh, with small or uh, low cost, uh, easily socialize uh, together. So uh, besides that, currently, uh, uh, like uh, taking like a small businesses, yeah. uh, especially women in the urban areas, uh, when you go there now, they modernize it, they start uh, making a big uh, coffee table and they start selling coffee in front of a big hotel and so on. So people, instead of drinking the mushroom coffee, even if they are uh, in a big building or big hotel, they try to see that uh, cultural coffee, the one that made with uh, uh, pot. So, uh, so many uh, women nowadays, uh, they are making money with this uh, uh, coffee by keeping that cultural ceremony also. That's that's nice to hear. So clearly there is a distinction between the use of coffee in Ethiopia versus how the world has taken coffee up. And it's completely and it's glad to see that it's also empowering fellow Ethiopians as especially women seem 
the being entrepreneurs in a way starting off the small coffee shops in urban areas at the same time holding on to the Ethiopian culture around okay. coffee. So that is a beautiful thing. And mm. moving on, I know how important coffee is to Ethiopia. I mean, it's the country's main export as it contributes over 34% to the total exported goods, ranking yeah. in around $836 million annually. However, 99% of coffee exported is sold green, hijacking opportunities for the country to add value in the raw materials. Essentially, the coffee exported out of Ethiopia should be netting a whopping $4 billion for the country if it was sent out roasted. But it looks like with 99% being sent out green, it's really robbing the country for the potential it has and its rich culture with coffee. There should be a richer payout in a way. What can be done and what is being done to someone reclaim what is yours? Yeah, as I think as a country, we need to do so many things. Yeah. But uh, currently, there is a lot of improvement. Uh, I think besides uh, exporting the green coffee, uh, the dry uh, uh, coffee, they start uh, giving different brands okay. and they, uh, different companies. They start branding their coffee and they start exporting to uh, many other countries. So I think within these five, uh, six years, mm -hmm. there is so many brands of coffee. They are roasting coffee, selling as, uh, as it is, or maybe even the crushed one, uh, they start selling. So that is also adding values. Yes. So I think there is an improvement. Yeah, in the previous year, you are right, even it's, uh, more than 34% for the last uh, two, three decades, that's the Ethiopian economy is based on coffee. Mm -hmm. But now even the export uh, is, the total export is decreasing around 25%. So I think the government also starts looking at other opportunities for uh, to get uh, foreign direct investment. Mm -hmm. So besides that, uh, I think uh, so many uh, business uh, uh, firms, they start uh, uh, using a coffee uh, like uh, for expert value. So I'm happy there is a lot of improvement yeah. within these five years. I saw, I think, more than 10 brands of coffee yeah. in Ethiopia currently. So and every year you will get a brand new coffee and the way they are roasting and crushing it is very nice. So still it's not enough, but I think there is an improvement. Well, I'm glad to see there is a brighter future. And to focus yeah. on the future, what do you think or assume or where is the country headed in in terms of coffee and the future? Seeing you have already highlighted the R steps being taken and to reclaim what is owed to Ethiopia in a way, seeing you are a, a huge tool when it comes to the production of coffee worldwide and it's nice to see the country is taking steps as you mentioned more and more Ethiopian owned companies are processing the coffee adding value to the coffee and selling the final product rather than selling it green without the added value so how would you see the future with coffee and Ethiopia what picture would you paint um, I have a bright future. Uh, as I told you, within these five years, it is a lot of improvement. So if the government is working hard, especially to keep this rule of origin, even for the, the green uh, export, mm -hmm. so maybe that is also really helpful. So that is the government part. But uh, as an individual, I think uh, there is a bright future because I'm happy uh, even the business person, the small business women are uh, working hard by cutting 
keeping the culture. So that is also a bright future um, because uh, the culture is also there. And then so many people that are making business on it. And then even the brand new uh, is also, I think it is good uh, to be competent on the uh, global market. So I have a bright future on that. I'm glad to hear that. And we will stay optimistic, I guess, because it is a problem many African countries face when it comes to dealing with raw materials versus adding yeah. value to those materials and selling them as a final good. So I'm glad to see Ethiopia uh, taking steps. And if you're confident, I will also be confident in the brightness of Ethiopia's future and coffee. And before we wrap things up, I would like to ask you for some tips and tricks on how we should drink our coffee today. Seeing Ethiopia, you guys have it down. I mean, you were talking about burning incense, you were talking about having corn with your coffee. So what tips would you share with the listeners on how we should properly drink coffee? Um, I'm, I, I'm uh, really uh, happy if uh, the other African countries also joining us, Ethiopian coffee ceremony. When I invited my friends in my house, they are really very happy. They like the ceremony. Because as I told you, you can easily socialize with low cost, uh, low cost. So, but when you see in other places, maybe you need to pay a lot to socialize. Maybe you are socializing with alcohol, mm. and then yeah, you are spending a lot of money with unnecessary stuff. But this one, it gives you happiness, and it's uh, the ceremony is not like it's not unforgettable. So when I got always my friends, they are always reminding me mm -hmm. that coffee ceremony is like it's uh, always unforgettable. So. I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm asking for other African countries to join Ethiopian yes. coffee ceremony and then maybe to like to be, hopefully they will uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, that is my message. <laughs> and maybe hopefully understand the difference between proper coffee and instant coffee. Obviously, there is completely different. As I told you, we can't satisfy drinking coffee. Just maybe you are drinking the sake of maybe to get, uh, maybe, I think, energetic. But to satisfy, we need to drink that hot coffee with that ceremony with incense. <laughs> That's so true. Well, Weka, I would like to thank you so much as I, you really have opened the world to me with the Ethiopian culture around the coffee ceremony. Thank you so much, Charlene. Bye. Bye.